Kia ora whanau and welcome to another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy with Costas Enterprises. Uh, I am your host Alex Costas as always and today's episode we are going to be talking about the books that I've read over the last year. Um, it is of course the end of the year, usually I do this episode, uh, I do it like twice a year. Uh, this time I'm only doing it once and I thought I'd cover off because today is December the 30th. Uh, I would sort of cover off uh, the books that I've read. Uh, if you want, you can always contact me. Um, we'll get all the fun stuff out of the way. Email me at doncostas at gmail.com. That's D-O-N-C-O-S-T-A-S at gmail.com. That's N for Nike. Um, and you can also find me uh, through my Instagram and TikTok at the Kiwi Don. Um, as well as my Twitter, sorry, at the Kiwi Don. You can go to my website, www.costasenterprises.business.blog, uh, and you can also find me in there as well. Um, so last year I told you guys uh, about me setting my goal to hit 50 books. Uh, unfortunately, I am four books shy. I got to 40 uh, I'm on my 46th and 47th book. I'm sort of reading two books at once. So unfortunately I missed out on that, uh, but I'm I'm going to be telling you the basically the last 45 books. Uh, when I talk about each book, um, because I can only usually record for a maximum of an hour, some of them will be general overviews, some will be a little bit more in-depth, some will be books that I think everyone should read, uh, and we'll just sort of go through those as well, and I'll be telling you sort of the name of the book, uh, and also um, who wrote the book and a little bit about what it's about um, uh, for the ones that I can remember. Um, now, unfortunately, I have been feeling a bit sick the last couple of days, which is why I didn't do an entry last time. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be, uh, I think there's 45, 46 books um, that we're going to go through. So we'll start going through them. Um, so the first book... Now, remembering, of course, that I do sometimes, I listen to most of my books through audiobooks. So there's very, very few real books that I actually physically read. Um, I don't particularly like it. So um, the audiobooks is the way that I like to go. Now, the first one was Everyday Millionaire by Chris Hogan. Um, very, very good book. Uh, it It sort of talks about how you can have the mindset of becoming a millionaire and um yeah it was very 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 good at looking at um book number two was the power of showing up by daniel j siegel um this was a good book for well, I mean, it sounds pretty simple. You you will understand most of my books are self-help books for the most part. So you'll see patterns where I'll go quite big on some self-help ones and quite different on others. Um, the Power of Showing Up was one of these ones, and it was it was it was good. Um, very well, very well thought out, very well talked, um, and it's more about actually like going out there and doing what you need to. Um, Book number three was The Audacity of Hope by Barack Obama. Um, this was actually read by Baraka as well, which is quite cool. Um, 
really, really interesting seeing into his life. It's kind of like talking about what he saw, the things that he learnt. Uh, this was written when he was um, when he was a governor, uh, not when he was you know the president, but it, it basically was published when he was president, and he read it when he was president or former president. And yeah, it was really, really, it was really good. Like it was one of those ones talking a bit more about like the way that we are in society and, and how we can go together and try to work together and to make things better. Um, book number four was Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life by Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, I remember saying the last time I did one of these book things that I read the Jordan the 12 Rules of Life for Jordan Peterson, and it was a hard read. Um, it was very, it wasn't dark, but it was very dark and gloomy, um, I suppose you could say, and I found it a very, very hard read. This second one, Beyond the Twelve, the other Twelve, um, was a much easier read. Um, he's a very smart man. It's a very long book, um, not as long as the original. The original was very, very long. Um, this is you know, about maybe a half hour or less. Um, but it was still, it, it was a little bit easier to read. I think I, I enjoyed it a lot more than the 12 Rules for Life. Um, but yes, he knows his, he knows his subject very well and he talks very well. Uh, then I read a fiction book, which is The 100-Year-Old Man Who Jumped Out of a Window and Disappeared by Jonas Jonasson. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. Um, and I don't listen to much fiction, um, very much, and it was recommended by my partner, and I got to admit, I laughed so much, and every time that I thought the story was going somewhere, it went somewhere completely different, um, and was very, very funny. I, um, strongly recommend, if you want a good laugh and you want, want a little escape, um, it's worth a look because you, you don't know where it's going the whole time. Uh, book number six, How Not to Diet by Dr. Michael Grieger. This was a very long book. We're talking about, you know, if I remember correctly, it's like 20 odd hours, um, close to 24 hours possibly. Uh, but a very, very life-changing, very good book if you are trying to diet, um, and you're listening to all of these different books or you're listening to all of these other people saying you should be doing this, you should be doing this. This book basically goes and does the science stuff, breaks it down, and then the guy is very real and tells you a lot of things about what works, what doesn't work, what you should be listening to, what you shouldn't be listening to. Um, he does focus more on sort of eating raw whole foods, um, but at the same time doesn't necessarily... Um, He's not just about like, you know, he does talk about the plants as probably the best thing to eat, but he doesn't exactly go, hey, you shouldn't have this, 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 and this because of this, this, this. Uh, but he's actually got the, he, he's done the research for you uh, as opposed to some of these other self-help people that go out there and be like, oh, well, you should have this because this does this. And um, it doesn't really, you know, they, they don't back it up with the facts. Um, it is a long book, I'm not going to lie, um, but. It was very interesting the whole time through. And it got me thinking a lot about what I was doing, what I needed to change, and lots of things. Number seven, uh, Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Now, Who Moved My Cheese is a very short book. It's probably about 45 minutes, maybe an hour if you're lucky. There is a second one as well. 
uh, which I did listen to as well, uh, which is about 45 minutes, and it's about basically identifying different types of personalities and stuff that you have in your life um, that you could be and how you can actually change those. Um, I would suggest people to give it a look. Um, it's very quick, very easy to do, and yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, the next one is How to Rule your, the World from Your Couch by Laura Day. Um, this was an okay book. It kind of gave me a lot of things about, like, you know, working from home and stuff and how you can sort of, uh, sort of, you know, autonomize some things. And it wasn't as good as some of the other books that I've previously read in regards to that sort of stuff, but it does give you that mindset of like, hey, you can actually do a lot of stuff from home. You don't need to go into the office. You don't need to do this. You can do this. Uh, number nine was Recovery Freedom from Our Addictions by Russell Brand. Now, i got to admit, I'm not a fan of Russell Brand. I never was. Um, I liked him in moderation. Uh, after listening to this book, I am a bigger fan. Like, the man breaks down so much uh, about addictions. And you can see he's gone through a lot, but he does it in a, in a funny way, but not in a funny laugh-at-himself way, like an actual, like... He he draws a lot of conclusions. He made, he made me think that he's actually a lot sort of smarter than the character that he sort of portrays all the time is. Um, and yeah, a very, very good book. Um, then I read The Wine O'Clock Myth, the book number 10. Uh, that's by Lotta Dan. She's a Kiwi. Um, i got to admit, The Wine O'Clock Myth, I thought it was something else. I thought it was more about working stuff. Um, when I get these books, I don't really look into them uh, first. I don't click on it and go into the thing. I just click it. Sounds good. Sounds like a self-help book. Uh, this is about sort of like the wine drinking culture that women have, uh, in, specifically in New Zealand. Um, and it talks a little bit about the drinking culture in New Zealand, um, the way the media portrays, you know, all that sort of stuff. There were some things that they, the book was sort of saying that I didn't exactly agree with, um, basically saying that, you know, uh, peer pressure was such a huge factor that, that everyone felt like they had to do it. It's like, look, I've, I've grown up in New Zealand. I've been part of the, the drinking culture myself. I know I was one of those people that did used to peer pressure people as well. Um, but it was a little bit different uh, to hear it from the woman's side. Uh, which is why I think I probably didn't really understand it that much. I mean, I understood it, but I didn't think it was that bad uh, as they were making it. Um, it is, it is a, it is a longish read, but it is a good read. Um, if you're interested about that sort of thing, it doesn't really help you deal with much uh, about if you do have sort of like you know drinking addictions or anything like that. Um, as I said, I originally thought it was something else and then just started listening to it and thought, oh, she's a Kiwi, I'll give it a bit of time and then kept listening to it. Um, but overall, yeah, it was quite good. Um, then uh, I did Out of the Maze by Spencer Johnson. That is the same uh, guy that did uh, Who Moved My Cheese. Again, that's about a 45-minute uh, it's just sort of a, a, just more of an evolution on what you learned in Who Moved My Cheese. Again, if you read Who Moved My Cheese and you read the other one, you'll be fine. It, it will help you quite a bit. Um, then I read uh, Philosophy by Elizabeth Day. 
um, that was an okay book. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but it was, um, it was talking about how you can fail and how you can fail well. Yeah, philosophy was a um, it was an interesting book. Um, not really a major page turner in my book, but it was okay. Um, number thirteen, How to Fix Your Shit, by Shah Wasmund. Um, yeah, this was this was okay. Um, it was one of those ones where the, it, it was kind of like you know like the how to unfuck your brain and all that sort of stuff, which I've had those before, and I've read those before. Um, it was a pretty straightforward book. It was pretty good. Um, then after that, I did 101 Essays That Will Change your The Way You Think uh, by Brianna Weist, W-E-I-S-T. Um, not so much for all of the essays, but there are about four or five essays in there that, that really shook home, really made me stand up. And I can't even remember what the essays were called, let alone what number they were, but it was definitely worth a look. Um, it was a longish book, but still pretty good. Um, number 15, Normal Sucks by Jonathan Mooney. Um, this book was more about like the people that aren't normal, uh, people with disabilities and stuff. I didn't, again, I didn't realise I was actually uh, reading what I was reading. Um, but yeah, it gave me a bit more of an openness for people that um, aren't considered, you know, and I'm using quotation marks here, normal um, by society. And, you know, that they can do amazing things. And the guy himself has done amazing things himself. Um, and basically his fight from adversity um, was pretty amazing, pretty amazing. And it is one of those sort of uplifting type books. Very, very good. Uh, then I read the, well, I listened to in this case. So the next couple are all comedy type things. I got into sort of a comedy mode uh, and all of them came at once. I just wanted to, wanted to laugh a little bit. I wasn't feeling fantastic. So uh, there's the Sarah Millican uh, support group by Sarah Millican. Um, this was more like, it, I'll be honest, it was more like a radio play. Um, and the next couple you will see that they, they kind of were like that. They were like radio plays. Um, it was very funny. Um, Sarah Millican is a very funny comedian. Um, she is well, well worth a look for this group. I mean, it's obviously been done with a couple of, a uh, couple of other actors on there and they do go through a support group type thing and they talk about it. And yeah, I, I had a good laugh with that one. Um, then I had Life and Laughing with Michael, Michael McIntyre. Again, Michael McIntyre is a British comedian, very funny. Um, this is sort of like his his life. Um, he's not my favourite comedian, uh, but out of my British comedians, I do quite like him. I think he's quite funny. Um, some of his jokes are very, very good. They don't re some of the jokes come through on his, on his uh, book. Uh, he does read it himself as well, which is quite funny. Um, but um, it, it's very interesting to hear about like how he got into the the comedy business, all the shit that he had to go through to get there. Um, we're not talking adversity; we're talking like you know just just funny shit that happened. Um, really, really good, quite funny, um, and I quite enjoyed it. Uh, then we had book number eighteen, "Uncook Yourself" 
by Nat's What I Reckon. Now, Nat's What I Reckon is a uh, kind of like a TikToker, YouTuber. Um, i got to admit, I didn't think I would find this book super funny. Um, uh, it's it's sort of sorted, suited more at uh, your bogan. Uh, he, he is Australian and he has no reservations. He swears a lot. Um, very funny. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and... Yeah, like from a guy that's gone through a lot of stuff himself. He has some funny parts in it, but he talks about that stuff. And yeah, really quite good. Uh, Psycho by My- Margaret Cho was book number 19. Um, I'm going to be honest, this was more like a stand-up special, which was okay. Um, wasn't fantastic. Uh, then we had Feel Great, Lose Weight, Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Um this was actually a really good book, um, and it was one of those books that I didn't think I would listen to for very long, um, still not as good as the How Not to Diet, uh, but still very good as an intro level to that sort of stuff. I'm having one of my smoothies while I do this, sorry. Uh, book number 21, Decode Your Fatigue by Alex Howard. Now, this book, um, I was feeling very tired, and I thought that's what it was going to be. It was more about decoding your fatigue for people that have sort of um, mental, uh, not mental, sorry, issues, but uh, physical issues with fatigue and how you can sort of sort through this. This was a struggle uh, because I didn't really, I wasn't really part of the subject matter. Uh, I did find it very, very hard to listen to it, Um, but it... it, um, it did work, uh, and it was good. It didn't really give me much help, but at the same time, it was interesting to, to listen to um, what this guy had set up uh, in his in the, in the home country and stuff like that, and what he was doing to try and, like, you know, build a, a community, build a network where there was none. So, yeah, really amazing um, in that respect. Uh, number 22, Stupid Things I Won't Do When I Get Old by Stephen Petro, um, this was quite a good book, um, it was quite funny, because uh, the guy had done the things, um, effectively, um, and was learning also from his parents what he shouldn't have done, um, yeah, it was quite a good book, reasonably funny, he was quite funny, um, but, yeah, a, a good book otherwise, uh, then we had, uh, Where the Deer and Antelope Play by Nick Offerman, uh, you will notice I read quite a bit of Nick's uh, Offerman's stuff uh, this year uh, I almost got through I think either three or four uh, of his books and I've I've read like f- I've read like one of his ones before uh, Deer and Antelope Play is a newer book it came out sort of like last year I think maybe this year and, and the book was more about um, having respect for nature and you know it's like America's a, a great country uh, with amazing national parks and why you know you should be looking after those parks. Each one of his books is about eleven hours uh, of, but he does he does do it himself. Of course, Nick Offerman, for those that don't know, is uh, Ron Swanson uh, from Parks and Rec. Uh, and I'm going to be completely open and honest that I adore this man, um, and I think that he. He really taps into a lot of things. Like he talks about his, he doesn't just talk about America in the way that, like you know, 
the national park's great. He talks about farming. He talks about agriculture. He talks about all the things that you would um, not expect someone like an actor to talk to, uh, but then actually talk about that stuff as well. So yeah, I, I strongly suggest um, if you are sort of wanting to know more about environmentalism and, and the way that things possibly should be done to help um, your local area, it is a good listen to, especially as an intro to that sort of stuff. Um, and he will give you ideas on what needs to happen as well as also talking about things that should uh, should help people. Uh, then book number 24 was Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. This was a radio play. Um, now, I have watched the TV show, um, and the radio play was very similar to the TV show, obviously, um, like almost to the degree that they took parts that I was like, I could actually visualize it really well. And it was really well done, the Good Omens, Terry Pratchett. Like, like the cast was amazing. Book number 25, At Sixes and Sevens by Rachel Riley. Now, this is Rachel Riley from Countdown. Um, she is a math goddess uh, and knows all the stuff. Um, this was a hard read. I don't like maths. I never have liked maths. And this was supposed to be aimed at people that don't like maths and want to learn that stuff. Um, I found it very, very hard to, 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 to follow along. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it, she reads the whole thing and it's very nice, but and, and she's very funny with it, and um, it, it's just me turning off with that sort of stuff as well. Uh, then I read As You Wish, number 26, As You Wish by Kerry Ewells, uh, and that is, of course, uh, the, the, the book about the Princess Bride, um, what went on behind the scenes. Uh, I read this book very, very quickly and really, really enjoyed it. Um, it uh, made me geek out quite a bit, actually, because um, I do love The Princess Bride, and it's always been one of those sorts of movies that I like. I, I when I introduced it to my partner, um, I was like, "This is one of the greatest movies you'll ever see," and she doesn't like older movies, so it was really great for her to go. Oh, I really enjoyed that. Um, it's probably considered one of my top ten of all time uh, movies that. I can watch it over and over again, love it, and it doesn't matter what. Um, and so he goes deep into that stuff, even when he's talking. And it, it, I, I would say, if you can, get the audiobook. Get the audiobook, because he actually has the cast come in and talk uh, their parts and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he covers all the things. He brings in the producers and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, really, really good. Uh, book number 27 was Gumption by Nick Offerman. Uh, this is one of his older books, uh, talking about gumption, like people that have gumption, and then he sort of defines what gumption sort of is, and yeah, uh, really, really, uh, really, really interesting, if you read some of the other books of his first, and then you come to gumption, you'd be like, ah, I see where he found these people, so when, if you start with gumption, um, you'll probably have a better understanding when he starts talking in the other books about these people, um, where you know you'll be like ah i understand where this comes from now it's because of the book gumption where he talks about them at at, at uh in depth basically um really really cool um the man is very very smart and very big on his history as well uh as well as of course uh, an actor and all that sort of stuff as well uh then we've got the neuroscience of self-love by alexis fernandez priesk this was a good book. Um, this was very, very interesting to hear about 
the way, like the science way that our, our head works, um, when we are starting to do things like meditation, looking after yourself, uh, when your dopamine release releases and you know, how you can make it actually work for you and stuff. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, book 29 was not really a book at all. It was the best motivational speeches of all time. And there was no actual person associated to this. It just said various, uh, including Bill Gates, Denzel Washington and others. Um, this did have a, uh, quite a few, quite a few um, speeches. They were very well done. And they were the actual speeches by the people themselves. There was no explaining them. They didn't need to explain it. It was just like jump into the speech, go into the next speech, go into the next speech, go into the next speech. Um, quality and sometimes is pretty crap, uh, but at the same time, you can tell that they've ripped it from certain ones. Um, I do suggest uh, if you do need some, you know, some something quick to sort of jazz you up and make you feel like, you know, feel something, uh, it's a good little book to listen to, um, and it's not very long either. Uh, then book number 30, I did White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Um, this is one of those life-changing books. Um, I had already just previously done a course on uh, what White Fragility is. I've talked about it previously in one of my other podcasts. Uh, this this book was my goal was to sort of go through it and try to expand my knowledge, uh, and it, it, as a as a Pakeha, as a New Zealand European, as a white person, um, it is not the easiest of reads, um, especially it's, it's very confronting. But that's the whole point: is to confront yourself and to you know be better. Um, yeah, I, th I think everyone should read that. It's a really, really good book. Um, next one was Permission Granted. This is book number 31. Permission Granted by Regina Louise. Um, Regina Louise. Uh, very good book. Um, basically, you are giving yourself permission to do the things that you want to do. To, to you know, uh, you know, if you want to do that, you want to make that change in your life, you give yourself your permission to do that. Um kind of like the year of yes um which i've read that that i i'm gonna admit the year of yes i found was a a, a a much better book but permission granted is sort of in the same vein that it is the same thing and the, the regina girl is very funny um she's you know it, it's sort of been written for the now um and i do think that you know it's uh it, it's really well done uh, then I read The Pumpkin Plan by Mike McCallowitz. Um This is the same guy that wrote uh, Profit First, and he's also writing the book that I'm working on now, which is Clockwork. Uh, this is more aimed at sort of entrepreneurs. Um, Pumpkin Plan is amazing. Uh, it is sort of... Profit First was more about, like, you know, making sure when you set up a business, you pay yourself as well. Uh, you pay yourself first, so that way you can use your mind to try to find other ways to do things. Uh, Pumpkin Plan is about, like, you know, how do you how do you niche your business effectively uh, in a good way um, so that you don't sort of, you know, you only get the best of everything. Um, and 
clockwork is about automating your business. So I would say if you are an entrepreneur um, or you're a small business owner, you should be listening to those books by Mike Michalowicz. Um, Very, very interesting. Uh, Book number 33, Aroha by uh, Dr. Hinemoa Elder. Now, Aroha, for those that don't know, um, uh, I know that I do have some people that that listen from sort of the US and that listen from uh, other countries. Uh, Aroha is Māori for love, uh, and Dr. Hinemoa Elder had also just recently passed away. Um, Very, very good book. Uh, A lot of... uh, basically talking about Māori proverbs and how they have impact on our lives. Um, there is a lot of Māori in it. I don't speak Māori, um, but it definitely made me, you know, want to learn more. Um, she does a fantastic job of talking on it, talking to it, and and explaining the sort of proverbs and how they impact our lives. Um, yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, book, book, book 34... Paddle Your Own Canoe by Nick Offerman. Again, I told you I've got a few of his. Um, great book. Again, as I said, I love him. Um, Paddle Your Own Canoe is basically about, like, you know, doing stuff for yourself, um, not following the following the trends. Like, if you want to do something yourself, do it yourself. Uh, book 35, What They Forgot to Teach You at School by The School of Life. Uh, this was... This was an okay book. This was very sort of, it's very simple. Um, it was, um, had some good points uh, talking about things like tax and setting up your relationships and all that sort of things so that you don't, you know, you know, because when you're a kid, you don't learn about like properly about some sorts of relationships or taxes or these sorts of things that you should be doing, uh, which is what the intention of the book is. I think, um, It's just weird that it's not an actual author and it's just called The School of Life. And it's like, okay, is that a little culty? It sounds like, you know. Uh, Book 36 is 4,000 Weeks uh, by Oliver Berkman. Um, This was an okay book. This is basically talking about how you've, you know, most most people don't realise that in your lifetime, if someone asked you how many, you know, how many days would you have in a lifetime? How many weeks would you have in a lifetime? And, you know, it's actually only 4,000 weeks, which doesn't sound as much as it, as you'd think. But when you work it out, it actually is. And what you can do in that time, what you should be doing in that time for you, um, very good book, very good book. Uh, book 37, Zen and the Art of Saving the Planet by Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, very good book. Uh, I had a lot of Zen sort of things at this time. Um, and I am trying to be more environmentally conscious. Um, I wasn't before. I'm trying these days because, you know, I want to I want to help live on this planet. And I don't want to just, you know, do what I used to do where I used to litter a lot or, you know, fuck around and stuff. Um and this book sort of helped me with that sort of stuff. Uh, book 38, Letters to You by Jazz Thompson. Uh, Thornton, sorry. Uh, Jazz is a TikTok influencer, director, uh, Kiwi. Um, and yeah, I, um, 
it, it, it's kind of about letters to you in the way of like, you know, if you feel like you are needing help, if you are feeling like you are needing, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're in a depressive state, uh, there are books, letters in there that you can listen to uh, with jazz and she will sort of explain it. Uh, and, you know, you read these letters to help you get out of those mindsets, to help you get out of those things. Uh, a very good book, um, interesting way that it was created, um, and, yeah, uh, a different sort of mindset for the way it's been done as well. Re really cool, really cool. Uh, book 39, Golden, The Power of Silence in a World of Noise by Justin Zorn and Lee Mars. Um, this was this was really really good book um i actually enjoyed it it was a very long book um but uh yeah it, it sort of it sort of talked about like you know slowing down living in the moment more and you know being mindful of your 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 environment being mindful of your area uh, and being supportive of people in that, uh, as well as supportive of yourself. Very, very uh, cool, uh, cool book. Uh, then the next book after that was Opening the Door to Your Heart by Ajahn Brahm. Uh, I've read a couple of Ajahn Brahm's uh, books, and he is a Australian uh, monk, and he's quite funny, uh, which is why I quite like I'm actually reading another one of his books at the moment. Um and yeah really really good book i i can't recommend him enough if you are sort of wanting to go towards a spiritual journey it's a great starting point for that um and it, it, it definitely reading the book has uh given me some stories like that's what it is most of them most of them are just different stories so it's not chapters it's all well there are there are chapters per se but effectively each each couple of pages or each page is a story that he tells you and the story will sort of give you a way of thinking and principle. So yeah, really, really good. And he's very, very uh, easy to read. These are physical books that I've actually read as well. Um, yeah, strongly, strongly suggest. Uh, the Practice of Groundfulness uh, by Bradley Stilberg. Uh, again, this is another sort of one about you just grounding yourself. Um, and this is, you know, not in the same vein of you know take off your shoes sit in the sit in the in the in the lord and just you know zen yourself out it, it kind of has a little bit of the aspect to that but for the most part it is more about um you know grounding yourself to the environment where you are grounding yourself to the place where you are um and living with that um 42 uh it works uh the deluxe edition by rhj uh, a very, very short book, like maybe 30 minutes. And very similar to uh, the Cheese uh, book, very short, very powerful. Um, this particular, it works. It's more, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out, it's very similar to The Secret. Uh, without saying The Secret, it's kind of like do, using the law of attraction to your advantage. Um, and the more you... Uh, instead of doing that it's more about taking your mindset and if you focus on having it's kind of like be do have so you know if you want to be the thing you want to be you have to do the thing you 
you know so that way you can have what it is that you want that's kind of the way that it works works it's it, but it's more on a simplistic level it's more you know if you tell yourself 20 times a day and you write down 20 times a day what it is that you want then you know eventually you will get it because it's in your mindset it's it's always in your mindset and lots of things uh how to master your monkey mind by don mcpherson was book number 43 uh, i'm not gonna lie this was a hard book I, I spent ages with this book trying to get into it um in the end i did uh at some point it just clicked and then i just listened to it it was very good um the guy is a sort of a, a, a sports psychologist um yeah, really, 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 really interesting, really, really good. Um, but it did take me a while to sort of properly listen to it as well. Uh, book number 44, Kickstart Your Success by Romanus Walter. Um, this was a good book. Um, this is, uh, I am sort of going through a, a change in my mindset of what I want to do with my life. And this is sort of talking about that sort of how you get there, what you need to do um and this is one of the yeah it was a very good book for that sort of stuff um and then because i want to sort of upskill myself with my own uh interview techniques and all that sort of stuff so i can teach people the last book that i've got on here book number 45 101 great answers to the toughest interview questions by ron fry uh very good book and if you are going for an interview at all I would strongly suggest getting that book um, and listening to it. It is very good. Now, all of these books, uh, apart from the ones that I physically read, uh, which wasn't many um, on this book, uh, they are available on the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y app, uh, which as long as you've got a library card, you register your library card and you can take the books out as if you are actually um, taking a book out at the library. Uh, as I said, most of these are audiobooks. Um, I strongly suggest people take their time and they go through these because, yeah, I think um, it, it's just a really, really good and easy way to, to listen to your, your, your audiobooks or to read if you want to read on your phone. Uh, you can read books that way as well. Um, and it's free, which, you know, you can't really go wrong when it's free. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it. I do have a couple more books that I am currently working on. Um, some for fun, others for, like, actually working on. Um, but I don't think I'll finish those by tomorrow, so that's why we've stopped the list at 45. Um, so until next time, uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Uh, as always, I love you guys, and as always, good luck.